All right, welcome back to either episode 40 of Rap City Podcast or episode three of Borderline Raptors. I don't know which one it is, but we're figuring that out. We are really, really close to finalizing everything we need to do to actually officially launch Borderline Raptors. So it's coming. Uh, it is coming very, very shortly. But what's not coming this week is Deno. Uh, Kitch will join me very shortly, but Deno uh, is away on maternity leave or paternity leave, I guess. Uh, is more appropriate. He is uh, celebrating the birth of his most recent and what we're going to call his last child, but maybe it won't be his last. Who knows? Uh, he could go Charlie Chaplin on us. Um, so Deno's uh, absent, but we do have a nice little fill-in for his uh, Deno trivia segment. Uh, for our longtime listeners, you will recognize um, the voice when you hear it. So uh, that's uh, it's all exciting happening here for the the. Uh, the Rap City Borderline Raptors family. We are expanding as we speak. But uh, we also dive into the uh, NBA season coming to a conclusion. The Lakers finishing things off, uh, as I think most of us expected that to happen. Uh, we dissect the last few games of that series. We talk about LeBron's legacy, uh, what it means as far as his uh, his Mount Goatmore challenge uh of jordan uh and as you can imagine kitch and i are, have some pretty strong feelings about that and then it's really into the uh, traditional segments we um we a little bit of uh well actually we, we do talk about some highlights of the bubble uh but then it gets into baseball playoffs nfl uh storylines from week five which kitch continues to to give us um then our backyard gambling segment the dental trivia, as I mentioned, AOB, uh, what drives you crazy, all those all those things are, are in there. So um, it's a pretty standard uh, podcast. Uh, with that, and with an ode to uh, Deno and his uh, most rec recent acquisition, we are going to have our first ever uh, baby rant on the pod. So uh, I don't know who this baby is or how or why we found this baby, but this is it, a baby rant to uh, lead, lead us into the pod. So, baby, take it away. Kitch! Yeah, hello! No deno. No deno this week. Uh... But we should, we should obviously congratulate. But I mentioned the opening, but uh, we, reason again, Dino's not here. We, uh, uh, Fawn, the missus, was induced on, what was it Tuesday? Tuesday? Yesterday? Tuesday, yep. Yesterday. Uh, and a little baby girl showed up. I don't think we have any details as far as uh, pounds, ounces, and or name. Violet. As of, uh, yep, Violet. Oh, we have, name, oh, we have a name Violet. Yep, Violet. Oh, thanks for sharing that in the group chat, Deno. The fuck? <laughs> he sent me his he sent me his gambling picks for tonight, but he couldn't tell me his daughter's name. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Violet, you know what? I like that name. I do. <laughs> Violet Bart Deno. It's nice. <laughs> Beautiful name. Uh, so that's it. So yeah, it's just, listen, it's just you and I tonight. So we should be able to balance this quest to get under 60 minutes. I mean, I don't know, clearly Deno's done most of the talking. If you go back and listen, <laughs> yeah. Deno doesn't shut up. Uh, so we should be able to get through this one in a little bit quicker. So Deno, we miss you, but uh, look forward to having you back and glad all as well as with the uh, mom and, and baby Vi. Baby Vi. I like Vi actually. It's good. It's a good name. <laughs> all 
All right, Kitch. Well, in uh, since we last chatted, we have uh, the NBA has crowned their latest and greatest champion. So we need to uh, we need to recap that scenes. We are a basketball centric podcast uh, and finish off. So we had an unbelievable. Are we, gonna welcome, are we gonna welcome all our new listeners first? Are we gonna we're off the hop? Well, I was gonna bring that up. No, I was gonna bring that up towards the end. AOB. because no, people, people half the people aren't there by the time AOB. Rock will listen. Out. Rock will be there. Rock Rock will listen to the fucking bitter end. end. All right. Well, we can all right. Well, well then we're basically doing AOB right now. All right, do that. We're basically doing AOB right now. Finally, AOB. Any other business. Why don't you take us through what you did? Uh, and then I can talk about the stats. So I sent, like like we've been saying in the pod, we're trying to market this out a little bit. And I had sent out an email to a number of individuals in uh, my network of friends to try to gain some traction on getting a little more viewership and uh, and building this out a little bit. So uh, Dave is going to bring us up to speed on what. Uh, well, what no, 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 about. no. Do it, give it, do it a little bit more justice than that. You sent a seven-page email uh, <laughs> with a with a detailed rationale as to why we were doing this and why we would appreciate uh, if people could listen, try it, if they liked it, maybe forward it on, that sort of thing. It was. It was a very detailed – the email – so I haven't sent mine out yet uh, because I'm actually waiting for the new name launch and the logo because that's all of my shit that's not going nearly as quickly as it could be, Jay Spencer. Um, so once that – I'm going to send mine out, but but – let me just give so we're fast approaching we are fast approaching 5000 all-time downloads which i don't think is that great but i don't think it's horrible either i mean it's <laughs> from where we started this is actually so as of this moment uh we are 4867 downloads all right okay uh but the the activity in the last um we, we when did you send that? Ten days ago? No, not even that. It was after the. It was after last pod. It was six. No, not so, five days ago. The activity has been significant, and we hit an all-time unique listener high of one thirty-seven. Nice. So yeah, yeah that, that's big for us. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound like big numbers, and I it, and I know for sure it doesn't pay the bills. However, <laughs> you got you got to start somewhere. So um, if we can keep that going. Yeah, forty-eight sixty-seven. As I said, uh, then yeah, we'll see what we'll go. Our, I think our goal is to get to a thousand unique listeners. Like right. I would be thrilled with that. So that's where we're at. So for and I think in this unique listener category, there I think we're getting into six, seven, eight degrees of separation. So borderline again, borderline, borderline people we don't know. <laughs> Some strangers are listening. Yeah. Wow. I think there might be a stranger or two listening for the time being. And then, oh, you know what? The best part about this is look where we have uh, a downloads from. Uh, <laughs> we have the Hellenic Republic and the Federal Republic of Nigeria. There was one download this week from the Federal Republic <laughs> of Nigeria. And I don't think we know anybody who's traveled there recently. No, so I, that... do have, I do have a friend, I said. Nigeria. <laughs> so we're everywhere. As I keep saying, we're a global podcast. We are everywhere. So yeah, so big news. All right, now, um, now can we move on? Yeah, AOB, that, that's no, AOB. Even yeah. though I'm going to do, I'm going to wrap up AOB. I want to give everyone an update on my uh, mini golf. Um, so NBA champs, we saw an unbelievably, uh, like just couldn't be any better game five. Jimmy buckets shows up. It's awesome. You think, okay, we got ourselves a series, and then, boom, Ugh. the games. Yeah, yeah, the meh. The meh game six, just, which in hindsight, not shocking that it happened, right? Because I do think that in game five, 
Butler spent everything he had. They spent everything they had just to get that game. And the, the concept of the idea of them winning two more games. Out. But if someone told me they're going to be down 34 in the second quarter, I would have bet a lot of money going the other way on that one. So, uh, but Kitch, your thoughts on, on the NBA season wrapping up. Yeah, game five was awesome. You're 100% right. Back and forth. Butler was awesome. LeBron kept answering. It was it was it was a it was an epic game. We had all, the three of us had completely ruled out Miami even winning that game on the last pod. We'd said this this, this is going to be done in five. So for for Miami to win that, give us a little bit of hope. That was that was great. Um, the fact when Game Six started, and they said um, Drakic Drakic is going to be uh, going to be back playing Game Six. I'm like I'm like oh okay all right this even this is looking up even better. And then uh, whoo halftime Lakers were up by 28 points, 64-36. Heat shot 34% in the first half. Lakers shot 54%. Hero was one for five. Lakers had four guys in double digits. Miami had nobody in double digits. It was just awful. They went, Miami went three for 13 from the free throw line in the first half. Um, it was uh, they. It was a team that was completely out of gas, but it was also a team of the Lakers saying, you know, we're the better team here, and they turned it up a notch, and, and Miami didn't an answer for that, that higher notch team. So, Tough, well, let, tough one. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk a second. Let's talk two seconds about why Miami lost and why the Lakers won. And I'll start with why I think Miami lost. Miami lost. Adebayo got hurt in Game One. That was a killer. Um, Dragic obviously being out. So two of their top, I, I'd say two of the top three guys were out for the majority of the series. So huge, huge mountain to climb at that standpoint. But then we talked about at at the beginning of the series how good. Hero and Robinson probably had to be uh, for them to 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 really compete and give this thing a, a go. And Hero was exactly the player I think he was for the majority of the season. Even though he, I mean, really good, but he wasn't the hero from the from the Boston series, right? He wasn't the hero who had that great game in the Milwaukee series. So I don't know if the moment got too big for him. I don't know if they, you know. Uh, starstruck with LeBron, whatnot. But Hero, and I actually think Robinson did better than Hero. But Hero was not great in any game. Uh, his stat line uh, is probably better from a points per game perspective than it really was. I don't. I don't think he shot the ball particularly well from three. I know. I, I know he's under forty percent. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, so he didn't show up, which was huge for them. They were going. They were playing the games that they won. They were seven deep. I mean, Kelly O'Canada did not even play in in game five uh so that's that's a tough ask uh to do that so that i i think here are not showing up in those injuries are the two reasons why the why they uh we're never going to win that series but why the lakers won i mean arguably you've got two of the top four maybe five guys in the league and probably you know probably two of the top four uh in the league and that's tough yeah. right now granted they have two of the top four whiners uh, also in that league and and fake injury guys oh every God. time like i really i really i i hate to say it but i i bet i bet on davis when it looked like he tore his achilles and was never going to play basketball ever again and then eight seconds later he's at the scorer's table so i did yeah. bite on that going i sent everyone a text going oh here we go then yeah he was totally fine so but to the obviously LeBron, and you know as much as i hate lebron as a basketball player um i think he's unbelievable Right. Yep. I mean, he, he was just, he was so good. He was so good in game five. They probably should have won that game. Danny, the former Raptor, Danny Green, misses a wide open three that he probably knocks down 70% of the time. Uh, but LeBron was so good throughout all of it. And he's just, you know, we're going to talk about that in a second. But 
that's why they won. I mean, LeBron's why they won. So yeah. uh, that, that's my assessment. And and, and you got to give kudos to Rondo. Like Rondo, he was he Rondo. was money. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo came out of nowhere, and uh, and uh, yeah, he's he was he was way exceeded exceeded expectations massively in that series. Yeah, I mean, I think you can make an argument that Rondo is not there. That's a much different series for them, or a much different playoff for them uh, in general. Uh, I was listening to a pod today, the Simmons pod again today, and Jared Dudley was on there. And they're again yeah, just talking good, his eh? basketball IQ and great, how, yeah. how great he is and you know how smart he is. He's breaking down film. Like I think for the average people who aren't behind the curtain, we have no idea that any of that shit's going on, what that really means. But yeah, obviously, and let's not forget Rondo was a great player for he had a good seven, eight year stretch in those early, you know, those Boston years for sure. But even after he left Boston, he had a couple really solid years. Just he's a head case. Um, it's probably the reason why he'll never be a head coach, but yeah, obviously he was a major factor in that, but I thought Caruso played well. And then you had KCP, yeah. you know, Caldwell yeah. Pope doing, doing his thing. And yeah, it's like, if those guys are knocking down threes and you've got LeBron and AD doing their thing, that's a, that's yeah, that's a very, very tough task without your, without two of your top guys playing at, at hundred percent. So, yeah. And the, and the thing that. That is too bad. And this is now the second year in a row, although it was in our benefit once, and and actually three of the last six years, is guys aren't lasting to the NBA finals. Like you're getting a, a a team that is is getting a huge advantage or or making a difference by guys is not not being able to survive the whole the whole playoff run and 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 stay healthy. And you saw that last year with Golden State, like as much as we love the Raptors, if we had Durant and Thompson and and Curry all playing, I, I don't think we win that series at all. And then you go back this year, and then even in the last, like I say, the last six years, even with Cleveland when they when they didn't have uh, uh, Irving and uh, Love in one of the one of the uh, one of the finals, and got and got swamped by uh, by Golden State. So, so it's a, it's too bad to see. Like I, I would have loved to see a healthy Miami take on the Lakers. I still don't think they win, but I think they push them and and make much more of a game of it than they did. Well, I mean, you have to say that because I mean they'd go to six games, and I'd say three of those games. I mean, the two they won. Were dog fights. Uh, games one and yeah, you know, I guess games one and two were not great. But game game uh, game four could have gone either way. That was just Miami didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were right there in the fourth quarter. So yeah, I mean they were those were three really good games. But then there were also three stinkers too. I mean the games one and two they were never really in it. Again, then game six obviously a disaster. So yeah, it is unfortunate. But let's let's talk about this for just a second because I'm going to go to my grave right now. The Raps are still the defending champs. <laughs> and here's why. Whatever whatever just happened in that little bubble tournament, that nice little bubble tournament, that's great. That was a nice tournament that the Lakers won. I agree. The Lakers did win that tournament. But until you've got to play a full playoff on the road, other people's gyms, you got to travel, all that sort of shit, we are the defending champions until that happens again. Now, so you're not you're not saying this is legit. You're still saying there's an asterisk. An aster- yeah, all, any team that wins anything this year, except for the NFL, I'll give the NFL. If this stays the way it's going, which I think it's going to, but anything that's been bubbled, major asterisks. This is a Roger Maris asterisk situation right here. Okay, but that so baseball though, you think baseball's an asterisk? Hundred percent. They're it's in a bubble, bubble right now. It's bubble. They're, they're oh, bubbled. now the final, the playoffs. Yeah, but but before. playoffs, uh, playoffs. Don't talk about. It. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. You know, I was going in suspect. I would, I give this legit. I think the basketball pulled it off and made it very legit. So well, they I, pulled it up. No, no, I agree. Like, I'm not arguing. They pulled it off. Whatever they were trying to accomplish, they absolutely accomplished, except for the fact you cannot say 
based on the history of the NBA, how these things have been won in the past, that this is the exact same thing. Yes, they won whatever version of this was, but it's not, it's not a normal version. Now, you've got other people talking about how this may have even been harder because of the bubble, right? That they were cooped up, didn't have their families around. So I'm not even arguing that. I'm just saying that unless they go to a bubble scenario for the next 30 years, this little bubble championship is an asterisk. And yeah, until, okay. that. yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not legit. I'm just saying you can't compare it to what the Raptors did last year or any team that won previous to that, what they did to the, what the Lakers did. It's just, it's not the same thing. It's an asterisk from the fan, from the fan base, for sure. From the home, home away stadium, I think for sure. Oh, and it's playing on the road in the NBA final playoffs is tough to win. It's tough to win in the road. Yeah. And I just go back to in that seven game series, Miami and the Lakers, if there's travel involved, it's a normal situation. Does do the Lakers win? Absolutely. But to get there, do the Lakers win? Would they've gotten, would, would the Clippers have lost? Probably not. And the Clippers and Lakers play. Who knows what I'm just saying. You cannot discount all those other things that may have happened. But yes, the bubble was awesome. Listen, I also, I say this, and I'm telling you right now, I want there to be the bubble for the rest of my life. I don't ever want to wait to go back to normal. I want I want a 20-game season of normalcy, and then I want everyone to go to a bubble. And I want, I want the four major sports to do it in succession. Just bubble, never downtime, just bubble it up. All four seasons. I like to go. I still want to go. I like being at the game. Yeah, we get 20 games. Give me 20 games. We go. We still do our road trip. Yeah, you don't get the key. You don't get the playoffs. Play like playoffs. Whole, whole playoffs are awesome. Yeah, but you know what? Then you start what you start doing is you start doing lotteries where people can get in or fucking to the highest bidder or whatever. We get in. We'd find a way in. We'd find a way into the bubble. I know. I know we would. Sadly. <laughs> sadly <laughs> <in> the bubble. <laughs> uh that's all I'm saying. I just think, you know what, until there's a, a true champion, the raps are raps are still it. I did like the uh, Dudley. So it was Dudley, right? He was guy who was on the uh, Simmons. I listened Jared to Dudley, who played a total of zero minutes yeah. in the NBA final. And I love the fact he was talking about how it was it was like being in college again. Like you're living in it. It's like you'd be living in a dorm. And he was uh, telling guys like LeBron and uh, Howard and guys who who never played college said, "This is what it was like in college." Yeah. I knew you guys didn't have, you guys didn't go to college it, except for the like. four hundred dollars bottles of wine. Except yeah. for that. Except, except for the, uh, what do they call it? The wine cellar that LeBron had in his room. I know, he said a wine cellar. cellar. That <laughs> was unbelievable. You know what? I'm not so sure we should be promoting this other pod right now. <laughs> People are going to hear this and go, fuck, why am I listening to this? <laughs> Let's go. go. But yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. And I actually, you know what? Kudos to Jared Dudley. He'll be, you know what? He's now on my list. He's now on my list of guests I want on the, on our pod when we blow up. When we get to our thousand listeners. Waiters too. You got a ring, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Dion. I think I know enough about Dion. I take Rondo and Jared Dudley, my first two Lakers I'd want on the pod. And who's the guy that stayed behind to even play the the point guard? Oh, was, uh, Bradley, Avery Bradley. Bradley. Like, so does he get a ring? He does get a ring, but then there was like uh, there was some discussion about whether or not he was going to accept it. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, of course <laughs> you're going to accept it. Yeah, pawn that e- baby like Kobe's dad. Yeah, like Kobe's dad. Fucking right. Pawn that. Um. All right, so well, there you go. I think that's the wrap up. We will, uh, as soon as we get some insight as to when the next NBA season is going to start, we'll start to uh, we'll start to do some some uh, some stuff around that. But I think right now they're saying February, which by the way, like, this is so screwed up. Like, who knows what's going to happen? So they're talking about February. They came out today with the play, or it was today or this week with the players, and, and they said they have to give the players eight weeks' notice to play. So they if so feasible. They're starting. If they're starting Christmas Day, which is the early rumors, then they got. We, we're going to find out in the next week and a half, two weeks, 
if if it's going to be a Christmas Day start. Well, I think that's um, dead. Everything I've everything I've heard. I, I know I sound like I'm an insider when I say I don't. I shouldn't say heard. Everything I've read, I haven't heard anything. No one's <laughs> called me to say, Dave. Here's what. <laughs> everything I've read uh, suggests there's no way December's happening. I mean, think about that. Could you imagine it, the NBA starting up again in that's what is that? That's uh, that's almost that's nine weeks. Yeah. You're nine weeks from Christmas. There's no way, no way, no way. I think February, the All Star break, what it normally is. I think that's when it starts. But then I don't know how they ever. Get, I, so I think here's what here's what happens. They go February through, October. and they condense it, and they're done in August. They're going to figure some way to be done by September, and then they will start the following proper season when we're all COVID free. So December twenty fifth, twenty twenty one is when the proper NBA season starts again, and that's it. And I think, and I think it goes that way infinitum, forever. Yeah. yeah, it never comes back for sure. All right, listen, let's move on. That was the uh, we're not we're not timing well here so far. <laughs> we're way off. We're off timing. We're off dental timing. Deno, any thoughts? Oh, um, LeBron. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And I want my damn respect too. What does this do for his legacy? Does it get him any closer to the Jordan, the Jordan Mountain? He he is great, but I still cannot stand him. So he's making these baskets in the game, and I'm watching him. And and then he he does something, so he'll make a good dunk. And then he he, I don't know if he's looking at the 15 fans that are there or whether he's looking at the camera, but he does this sort of tough guy face. And 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 I'm thinking, who who are you doing that to? Are you trying to do that just to the camera guy to send that out? Like. It just everything he does. It's like a, he's like an he's like an ex girlfriend to me. Like everything he does drives me crazy. I, I I can't stand watching him. I can't stand his action on the court. I can't stand listening to him when he talks. It just drives me crazy. And uh, I think all, you're I think you're in the wrong segment. Greatest of all time <laughs> drives me crazy. Okay. And great and uh, greatest of all time versus Jordan. No, and and my and I stick stick to my guns in this. My biggest differentiator, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this forever is. LeBron will never win defensive player of the year honors and still be the top scorer in the league. And Jordan did that number of years in a row was always top five in defense defense, always covered the hardest game on the other team and still put up his numbers. And I know that new NBA is not geared that way to let the superstars rest on defense, but uh, until he steps up to that level, he's never going to be, he's never going to be the goat in my eyes. Wow. I think we're we're speaking generationally here too. It's it's going to be hard. So if we were objective, if we were purely objective, well, I'm totally objective. I'm totally, I'm totally objective. <laughs> no, I, no obviously, it comes through. It comes through loud and clear. Um, I think we'd look at this and go, it's a lot tighter than we actually think. Like, I I still say the gap is like insurmountable, but I don't think it is insurmountable. Like I think the gap is much smaller than I would I want to believe it is, because he's probably going to win another one somewhere. He probably is. So probably, that gives him a five. Way. He might even get to six. So I guess my argument for him being in the discussion is if he gets to six, he's going to be the all-time scorer. Like that's a foregone conclusion, barring injury. Uh, he's going to be top five in rebounds and assists. Like that's incredible, right? That is incredible that <laughs> he's going to yeah. do that. Um, he'll have won championships with three different teams. He'll been to the finals like, an unbelievable number of times. And the body of work is just going to be like, when you look at this 30, 40 years down the road, people are going to be like, well, that was the best player ever. Look how many finals. It won't be look how many finals he lost. Cause I actually think that's the biggest stain against them. Like, I just think you can't, 
defend him losing any of those titles in Miami, right? That yep. they were the better team. And I know the Spurs, uh, yeah, I think it was three superstars. Yeah. Three superstars. I mean, Jordan had two, it was him mm-hmm. and Pippen. And usually there was a third guy like a Horace Grant or Dennis Robin, but that's not a Chris Bosh scoring type guy. Those teams, if you put Jordan on, and this is my argument. If you put Jordan on any one of those teams, they don't lose. That's why I just sit there and go, well, then if that's the case, if you really believe that, if you put Jordan with Wade and Bosch and they never lose, then guess what? Then he's the, then he is the better player. He's the guy that doesn't let you lose. So that's my biggest argument is that no way Jordan loses that many finals. And that's why. But I think when you look at the total body work objectively, when they're both retired, like when LeBron's 50 and Jordan's 70, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to, to, to defend Jordan. It is. It is. But it is tough. It is. It's so different now. Like so, you look. Know, we we watched those old Jordan games, and the scores were like ninety to eighty three, and yeah. eighty seven, eighty two, and now you get one hundred and thirty point games of regular. So, like the scoring, if, if if basketball keeps evolving this way, the scoring the scoring leaders only going to get bigger and bigger every year. So Jordan yeah. going to get surpassed by many other people than just LeBron if if basketball keeps going the way it is right now. So it's tough. It's tough to do that one-on-one comparison, I, I think. Well, and that's, again, I hate to promote the Simmons podcast, but that's what he's been talking about. Like, you almost have to go by errors now. Who's the best player of that era? And yeah. then go, which which does make some sense, but that's not what we're talking about here. Like, we were talking, like, I be- here's what I believe wholeheartedly, is that Jordan in this era, oh my God, his numbers would be as good, more than likely better than what LeBron's put up overall. Uh, you put LeBron back into that era of mugging people and killing people. I don't know that LeBron's built that way, but again, it's a, it's a, it's a way you were like, it's a totally different way that you were like, Jordan wasn't raised in that environment where everyone was telling him he was the best. He didn't have AAU. He wasn't driving Hummers when he was 15. Like it's totally, so it's, it's almost impossible to compare, but that's the whole, the point is we're trying to compare it. I still think the argument weighs in Jordan's favor by a significant margin and thank God for the last dance. Cause I think that that really did help this generation of kids. Like my kids see it and go, okay, well now I kind of get why everyone said Jordan was so good. So anyways, I think it gets them there. I think the conversation's legit. I just don't think LeBron wins, but I'm never going to think LeBron wins. Me either. And what, so what, what do you think? How do you think LeBron would react to a clothesline for Bill Lambeer? <laughs> Bad boy, bad boy, Bill Lambeer. Uh, like they, oh, they, they, yeah. they LeBron playing in that old league, like he would be a whiny. Bitch oh, so time. yeah, he doesn't come out of that. Like, no. so Jordan took seven years to go over the mountain, but it wasn't like Jordan shied away from it. Jordan absolutely, like he embraced it and dealt with it. Yep. Uh, it was his teammates who couldn't deal with it. Uh, whereas LeBron would have been that guy for seven years, going, "I don't want any part of this." Yep. Uh, totally. And then would have finally, like, like that's what it was. That's why they lost the Dallas. Uh, finals right that moment got too big for him the ex- the weight of the expectations he was like oh my god we're gonna we might lose this thing and they did and jordan that never ever would happen to jordan nope. the moment was never too big for jordan yeah all right listen i think i think you and i are clear <laughs> clear on this <laughs> if we were getting invited on to a uh generation i don't know was it y or q i don't know what is it now know, whatever they whatever the young generation's called uh if we were getting invited on one of their podcasts that I think they're going to have a different a different argument for us. <laughs> yes, I think so much. We do. All right, all right. Let's listen. We are. Uh, oh, you wanted to talk about highlights. Uh, let's let's, let's go back. To that. Let's, do, let's do the next show on that one. That'll give us something to talk about in basketball. The next show highlights from the bubble. <laughs> you think we're you think we're running out of content? I think, I think we're running. I know, out but of it time. won't be topical. Won't be topical. Can right, I just say? Quick, all right, give me a quick. I get six quick highlights from the bubble. Oh my god, I have one. But go ahead. So Denver, Murray, and Jokic. 
overcoming two three to one deficits definitely a highlight. Great comebacks and from those two guys, Murray yeah. and Yo- Murray far exceed expectations. Kitchener kid, love it. Uh, how how much Miami overachieved? The overachievement by, by Miami was was outstanding in the playoffs from to win the East. That uh, that was a that was a highlight of the bubble. The Toronto Boston series was a great series. At least I thought it was, even though they lost. Series on the line, Adenomi got it off, and it goes. Did it count? Is the question. OG Ananobi buries a triple at the buzzer. Lillard, Lillard was awesome in, in the final games of the regular season and coming into the playoffs and qualifying the team. He pulled a, he kind of pulled a Butler and, and was spent after that. But, uh, but uh, he was, uh, he was outstanding going in there. The shock from the Bucks and the Clippers, both teams pre uh, pre playoff favorites. Neither, neither, neither showed up in the in the. Uh, Semis to get to get to the uh, get to the championship. Too bad Kawhi for that. A uh, little bit of bittersweetness yeah. there. Uh, Lakers were fifty-seven and old this year when leading after three quarters. Fifty-seven and old this season when leading after three quarters. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And finally, how good can Doncic be in the future? Uh, we saw we saw the 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 first the first signs of of his greatness. And I think uh, we had a number of good years from him to come. So those are the things that start the bubble that, uh, that I, I like the most. Yeah, I think actually those are, that's a pretty good uh, list. I would probably add the Phoenix eight, no run where they beat oh, yeah. everybody yeah. to start yeah. and just miss the playoffs by, or the, uh, the, the playing game by a half a game. Uh, that was pretty impressive. I, I think the bubble uh, in general was just like, it was, it was amazing that the NBA pulled that off and how well they did. Uh, I would, I would not add this as a highlight. I would say this is a major concern. Where are the raps next year? And where's Pascal next year? Like that, like if we don't get Pascal back to, to what he was before the bubble, that's a major problem for us. And it's funny, Nick nurse. Yeah. This is, this was, I, you told me, I read this. Did I send it to you? Oh yeah. I sent it to you. Right. Like what the fuck? Nick nurse. (laughs) It's perfect. So for anyone who doesn't read ESPN, Nick nurse watched, uh, game five with an ESPN reporter and to get his comments, this, that, and the other, but they, during like the game, they were, he interviewed him as well and asked about what was going on. He specifically asked about Pascal and Nick nurse came right out and said, yeah, Pascal had nothing. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't there. He wasn't in great shape. Uh, we're not sure what was going on, but something happened between that. And then I'm just sitting there going, well, why the fuck did you ride him for so long? 39 minutes. Yeah. 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 Nick, Nick basically said he was, he was slower. He couldn't jump as well. <laughs> yeah. He was out of shape. He wasn't focused. Like and he, he said, like everything that he was in March, he wasn't by the time he got to the bubble. And and he and for him to come out and say a public game, like kudos to you. Call him so, out. Well, you know what, Kitch? I hate to say this, but kudos to you because um, he did. He made a specific comment. What you'd said a number of times in the pod about he didn't have the same lift. Like Nick Nurse used the exact same words of not having the same lift. And every time you said that, I, I, I'm not joking. I honestly was like, how does Kitch know what kind of lift he had before and he has now? He has no. He's just that's just terminology. But whatever. And then Nurse said, I'm like, oh my god, Kitch did notice the fact he had no lift. Hey, you that's know impressive. No, 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 it's impressive. Nick's listened to the pod. He got that from the pod. Oh, he, oh, he got it from you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I'll uh, I'll check the analytics on that. And see, if we see if we can dial it right into Nick Nurse's uh, internet. <laughs> see if he's listening. But yeah, so that one was also like, okay, where are the raps going? But we're gonna we'll say we'll definitely save that for a future pod. But where the raps are going to be going into uh, the next season. All right. Listen. Uh, well done. I think we put a we put a bow on the bubble.
Yeah. All right. Next on the agenda was baseball. Now let's move on to the rest of sports. Kitch, Deno, what do you have for us? Real and quick. We said five minutes or less. Uh, and I'm, I can do it in two. So I'm going to let you start. 10 seconds. I'm going to get Bart to remind us of his Atlanta bet. That was impressive. So you can bring that up in your, in your five minutes. Um, I've been watching a little baseball only because I've been betting the overs. And, uh, and just to keep it interesting, I don't really care who wins. I'm just hoping for runs. <laughs> what this, this Houston Tampa Bay series? I gotta tell you, this Tampa Bay defense has been awesome. <laughs> they have made some phenomenal plays in this in this in this was ALCS. So, uh, kudos to the uh, Tampa Bay D. But uh, I don't need I don't need uh, I don't need any more defense because I need runs. Um, I did get we did happen to get on the over ten over nine and a half ten and ten and a half runs in the Dodgers um, game. This afternoon at six o'clock, uh, which was at I think eleven nothing after the bot after the top of one after the top of one, so yeah, that was a, that was an easy win. Those are the ones I like when you get eleven innings runs in the first inning. That gets me on the over and uh, and I can watch a movie after that. So that's that's your so you've you've now bastardized backyard gambling into your baseball segment as to why. You're, listen, I think it's it's just hard. Like if your team, if your specific team is not in it, it is hard to engage. Uh, in baseball, I am watching sporadically. Like I love the Yankees losing. I watched that game or I, I shouldn't say I watched that game. I was aware of that game and I kept an eye on it, but did I watch all 27 outs by the Rays? No, I didn't. Um, so I'm interested. Yeah. The gambling angle definitely helps. Like, of course I wasn't on, uh, the luxury of the 11 run inning tonight, but, uh, <laughs> it so i i do like it from that standpoint but here's what baseball needs to do exactly like i think baseball does need to go to a bubble or it needs to go to a an 80 game regular season and then bubble up the playoffs like this and have games throughout the day i'd love to know the analytics behind why they don't show playoff baseball games at four o'clock all the time like just stagger them so you can do that and, and people can watch it like i know the home markets and all that stuff and that, like I, there has to be a reason for it, but man, if baseball is ever going to catch on, it needs to be on all the time. Right? Yeah, like it and, and it can't come on at nine o'clock or eight forty Eastern, like the fucking Rays game is tonight. It's a game started eight forty Eastern. Guess how many people on the East Coast are watching that game till the end? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> uh, it's probably got cousins too. It's probably some cousins from guys in the team. Maybe fifty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. So baseball needs to figure this shit out, but here's what I think. Baseball needs to go to seven innings for sure, for sure, for sure. Go to seven innings, shorten the regular season, expand the playoffs. There, problem solved. You, I'll tell you, your sport would take off. Put a guy, And put a guy on second. Every inning. Every inning, put a guy on second. I love that. <laughs> Fuck there, that. Put a guy. You know what? Base is loaded. Base is loaded to start the inning. Come on. Now you're no, Dodger. base is loaded to start the inning. I like that. You know, I bet the over. The over is like at 30. Over the second base. Any, are they going to bunt him? Are they <laughs> going to try to move on? Is the sack fly? What's going to happen? I like. I, I love the second second base. I know, but then you'd have to. You'd almost have to start that. You'd almost have to make your roster. The starting roster have to be ten because you'd actually have the same guy start at second base every inning. He yeah. like that's a position. He, he's your sprinter. He's, he's like he runs. He runs the one hundred in the Olympics, and he's your guy. That's, he's a second base guy. It's not horrible. Actually, you know what? that's not a horrible idea. So you have a ten man starting lineup with one guy just being your runner from second. It's like volleyball. What's volleyball got the libero? It's like the libero in volleyball. Throw him in there. The libero. You know what? Let's not, let's not break down. I, I got a lot to say about the ills of volleyball. So that'll be a whole other pod. But uh, yeah, you know what? Actually, I don't mind that. It's not horrible. 
That's not our, all right. Listen, our five minutes, that's up. We're up. Yeah, we're done with baseball. Uh, but it's going to be, it looks like we're going to have a Tampa Bay. Well, I shouldn't say the Atlanta one's not done yet. They just got spanked tonight. So it's 2 1, yeah. uh, even though I have Atlanta to win that series at 9 to 1, before the start of the season. Um, but I don't think that series is done by any stretch. I bet you that one goes seven, but I'm telling you, Tampa Bay wins tonight. There you go. And then we will, I will, the World Series, uh, what, you know, my Brit friends hate the fact that they call it the World Series. They think that's the dumbest thing ever. And you know what? I hate to agree with the Brits, but that's, they're, they're right about this one. The World Series True. is stupid. True. It's a stupid name for the championship. Yeah. What about that, uh, Korean, that Korean baseball league? That'll be a Yeah, fun. you know That'll what? And I dare say the best Korean team might win a 4-7 series against the Astros. Well, maybe not the Astros because they'll have all their signs, but... Um, they, but you know, but I, who knows? Right? The World Series is, is ridiculous. That's a, that's a terrible, terrible day. All right. All right. We're done with baseball. We'll come back with baseball during the, the World Series. Uh, all right. This is it. Kitch, your segment, the NFL storylines, week five. Some good storylines for week five. Had some, has some action. Had a lot of things happening. Probably the first storyline has to go out there is Prescott. Ooh. Compound fracture of the ankle. 13. Not going to keep it. Prescott breaks the tackle. He picks up a total of nine more. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh. You almost got to hope it's a cramp, don't you, if you're a Cowboy fan right there? But, oh, that that does not look good, Jim. Did you see it? Did you watch I, it? I, I didn't see it, and I tried to Google you it. You still it was, haven't seen it? No, I couldn't find oh, it anywhere. Come on. Listen. Do you understand how technology or the World Wide Web works? There's nothing you can't find. And that, but trust me, an ankle injury is not on the dark web. You don't even go to the dark web for that. You yeah, can go see, to. See, I, I was waiting for send, somebody to send me an email. I'm an email. Oh or my something. God. You I can get YouTube that in two seconds. You go DAC ankle on you. Or just Google DAC ankle. And I you'll did have that. I didn't get anything. Oh my up. God. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Go ahead. So, um, so that's, that's definitely a blow. Mind you, Andy Dalton came in and, and, and played decent. And, uh, you know, with Andy Dalton, Dalton in the NFC East, I think they could still win that that god awful division. I think if you can get to if you can get to eight and eight in that division division, you right, are just, a lock. You are just so we're clear. I'm watching the injury right now. I'm now watching it. I I typed in. I googled Dak ankle. Oh, there it is. I can see his bone. There it is. It's right there. Yeah, there's his bone protruding from his leg. <laughs> I'm now watching it. <laughs> oh my god, it's gruesome. That's gruesome. Oh my god, horrible. I just like. Should never have happened. That's a bad. Oh, it was just an oh. Uh, I'll send it to you. I will send you the clip. I will oh, email you. Right, I'll electronic. I will electronic email you this this clip. Perfect. Perfect. That's right. Electronic mail, not electronic email. It's electronic mail. Uh, but yeah, I agree. So Dak going out. I don't think that changes the balance of power in the NFC East. I think it changes the fact that the Cowboys obviously aren't. But they weren't going. They weren't going anywhere anyways. And yeah, they got the Red Rocket. Andy Dalton backing him up. That's not horrible. He might be the best uh, quarterback in that division. I think he is. What, what, what do you, so what do you think wins that division? Does eight, does eight and eight win that division? Do they get uh, to eight and eight? I think seven and nine. I think, no, I think seven and nine wins the division. Eight and eight, you're lock. Seven yeah. and nine, you, you're, you're good. Yeah. I mean, they're in first place. <laughs> Dallas with two yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. The Giants think, are, the Giants have not won yet. They're only two games back. <laughs> Yeah, and the Redskins are are one game back, and they've won once, but looked horrible since they won that one game. I've right, so. just looked horrible. And then, yeah, and then what? What are the uh, Eagles? Are what? Are they got one win, one tie, and two losses? Yeah, I, I still like you know what? I need Dallas to win that division because it's one of my bets. 
uh, one of my uh, preseason uh, win the division bets that I put my fucking Chiefs in who killed me. This oh, the Chiefs. That we'll was get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Next one was uh, we've been staying this for weeks, and a team keeps continuing to lose. And finally, we are right. Is Atlanta finally fired Danny Quinn? Finally, finally got that right. cat. That cat had ninety five lives. Oh, totally. Unbelievable. Totally. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, and did you read the thing he put out? He, he tweeted out today, and man, it was like it was almost like he was happy he was fired. He couldn't praise the city enough. He was, he was ecstatic. Yeah. But get <laughs> probably, me out of here. Probably hasn't slept in five weeks. Yeah, get me out of here. And the only thing he should have said in that tweet was, I should have kicked the field goal in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I just should have kicked the field goal. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. should have kicked the field goal. I, I should have run the ball. I should never have passed it and got sacked. I should have just kicked the field goal. And they win. They win the Super Bowl. And guess what? None of this ever happens. None, all the bad shit after that Super Bowl, none of this would have happened. Yeah. Right? But now, like, they're at a stage now where they're talking about Matt Ryan being no longer. Right, the the owner came out this week and said, "Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, he's no longer our, he's not he you may probably, not be our franchise quarterback. And you probably you can probably still get something from Matt Ryan if you dish him. So yeah, you know, there's a point there where maybe you try to get something and and just start over, new coach, new team. Uh, listen, you're not going to win with Ryan. I think of signing quarterbacks to these massive contracts is the equivalent of signing like a Fred Van Fleet to a, to a max contract. You just can't do that stuff anymore. You cannot, unless you're a hundred percent sure that that is the guy, like he's an all time great quarterback. You can't give him six years, 200 million. Just can't do it. Mahomes. Yeah. You give him half a billion. Sure. Cause you know, he's great. Yep. But like, I look at Deshaun Watson and go, was that a great deal? I look at Lamar Jackson. Are you going to get like, are you sure? Are you a hundred percent sure? Right, because you just can't. It cripples you if you're wrong, right? So I don't, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I'm glad Dan Quinn has been put aside. That's a bit put down. That was the best thing for him. Did they? Oh yeah, who took over? I I didn't hear. I don't think they. I don't. I don't even know if they announced. They, they, they did announce. They have to announce. You can't. You can't have a team preparing this week without a head coach. <laughs> they did announce. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell's in Houston, so it wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, he's there. All right, that's All right. number two. Number two, number three. I see that uh, the New York Jets probably made the worst trade in the last ten years of football, and have now released Le'Veon Bell. Just released him. They couldn't actually find anybody who was willing to take him, so they actually just released him with that massive contract they're paying him. Like kudos to Pittsburgh, they figured this out well in advance and and got rid of this. And non non kudos to the Jets who just made a disastrous well, decision here. But I don't, I'd almost say, what did Pittsburgh figure out? I don't think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, they're not geniuses. All they figured out was, here's the deal. One, you don't draft running backs in the first round. And two, you sure as shit don't sign running backs to massive free agent contracts. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. Right? You just can't. Like, there's, I hate to think that way because I hate to think that that position is just such a dime. It doesn't, but they, the, the way it's run now in the NFL, the running back position is a dime a dozen. McCaffrey goes out. Mike Davis comes in. Boom. Guess what? He's lighting it up. He's a great fantasy running back. Um, what's his face? Uh, Saquon goes down. They bring in Freeman who wasn't even playing anywhere. Yeah. And he's yeah. playing well. He's playing well enough. You know what I mean? He's not lighting yeah. up, but he's playing well enough. Like the position, it's ridiculous. 
but it does make sense to think, you know what, if you've got an offensive line who can block, you should be able to find a guy who can run behind it and you shouldn't have to be spectacular to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Barry Sanders freak show. Uh, and he's probably the, like, honestly, I can't think of too many running backs since Barry Sanders. You go, okay, that guy doesn't matter what the offensive line is. He's going to do something great. Like Emmett Smith. I know, but I, what I remember of Emmett Smith was he pummeled himself behind a great offensive line and was really good that way. I don't remember him being shifty or dazzling runs, but again, I, I might be dating myself here because I don't, I haven't, I haven't spent a lot of time researching Emmett Smith highlights, but, uh, but yeah, you just can't do it. You just cannot fucking do it. Yeah. Although Derek Henry, he's, he's, he's impressive. Yeah. He's impressive. I, I agree. Great stiff arm on Josh Norman. Couldn't happen yeah. to a better guy than Josh Norman last night. But <laughs> my point is if Derek Henry goes out tomorrow, is Tennessee season over? Probably not. We don't even know who their backup is, but I'm guessing that guy is not going to be horror. Derek Henry was 19 rushes for 57 yards last night and one great stiff arm. Yeah. Right. 19 rushes, 57 yards. I'm pretty sure there are a hundred guys who weren't playing foot, who aren't on a roster. Right. That could run 19 times for 57 yards last night. I'm just telling you, I think that's, that's how, that, that's how that works. All right. Moving on. I think we can. Yeah. I think I made my point. So the, uh, the Atlanta, I looked up, we were talking there. The Atlanta's interim head coach is their defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Oh, Raheem Morris. That's right. Yeah. I did know that. Yes. Jeez. I did read that. Uh, yes. He's not, he's not in the boys club. He's not around for long. <laughs> no. Well, he will be now. Now he's a head coach. Um, this is one you threw in Bart Tampa Bay loses to Chicago. Let's talk about it. Bucks playing without Godwin, without Watson. Fourth down and five. Brady passes broken up, incomplete, and the Chicago Bears are going to take over. I don't know, Brady. I think he, the way Brady reacted and hold up his fourth, I think he thought it was third down. And Brady's still standing out there. Tom Brady. Chris Weber and Brian Hoyer. Those are the three guys that uh, don't know when they have a timeout. <laughs> and oh. Jer- don't forget J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith called timeout in that first game. That's true. That's true yeah. yeah. He's another. What? I, again, like, I think that's it, right? That's the saddest moment of Tom Brady's career. And I love the fact that he made fun of himself with the, with the whole, when he sent yeah. the, the tweet out with LeBron, four fingers, that sort of, but that, that was, he didn't know. And they're trying to say, like, he clearly lost track of the fact that it was fourth down because when you watch the throw that he made, you're going, that's impossible. There's no way he's trying to do that on fourth down, right? Just you get five yards, first down, keep going. Yeah. Short across the middle or somewhere. How do it? they not win that game? How do they not kick a field goal? At least get a yeah. field goal attempt. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I'm telling you, I'm going to harp on it. The death of the old quarterback is happening. It's right. About, Cause I watched the saints game the other night and which we'll talk about that in a second. I'm backyard gambling, but, uh, Breeze was terrible. He was terrible. Like, I know they won the game. I know he brought them back, but he missed a ton of throws. He noodle armed a ton of throws. It's over. We've now proven. I don't care what diet program you're on. You can't play quarterback post 40. It's it. It's over. (laughs) But yeah, four down Tom. That was terrible. Like that was, that was horrifying to watch it. Especially when I need a field goal for the over, but whatever. (laughs) All right, the uh, going into more games now. So the Viking Seahawks. This came up. This come up a lot in talk radio this week. So here, I'll put put the scenario in there. Vikings are up five with just just under two minutes to go in the game. 
and they're on the Seahawks 10 ish yard line. So they elect not, it's fourth and one. So fourth and one in the 10, less two minutes left. They're up five. They elect not to kick a chip shot field goal. Um, they elect to try to get the first down, put the game on ice, and, ha- and have it end. Um, it didn't work out so great. I this. Bart, you go ahead first. You, you tell me your thoughts, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll fill in mine. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit torn on it, uh, but I love the, like, I do like the idea of getting the first down, the game's over like, and not giving Russell Wilson a chance to like just ending it. And what was it? Fourth and one. Yep. Fourth and one. You know what? I'm a big believer. And if you can't get a yard when you need a yard, then do I like to play call on fourth and one? I love it. Uh, but I, I have no, I have no problems with that decision. I really have no, pro- I, I, I actually think it's the right play. Just go win the game. You control your own destiny. Just go in. And then it's not like you've lost. Then you have your defense show up. Now we've seen a thousand times where that always goes the other way. As soon as you, like, you just knew it was coming. You knew yeah. that it was coming, but I, I like it. I usually do. So I usually, oh. I, I like the fact that usually that when guys go for it, um, cause, it, cause the NFL is too full of guys that don't go for it. And, 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 yeah, just like like Philadelphia earlier in this year, which looked disastrous when they didn't really even try to win the game. But in this situation, I'm thinking. So I kicked the field goal. I'm up eight. So now this team has to score twice. They have to. They have to. They have to go probably if you kick it through the end. So they probably got to go 80 yards in a minute and 45 seconds, and then they have to get the two point conversion because they got to score twice. I'm kicking the field goal and and putting it on Wilson to score a touchdown and the two point conversion to, to send it overtime. And then I'm still not losing. Then we're going overtime. Who knows? Something in overtime. So I, I got I got three other chances to win that game versus this one. So that's why I, I I would go the other way. Yeah, listen, there's definitely an argument for it. There is absolutely an argument for it. But you're talking about one yard to win the game. Like yeah. I think I think I just I like the idea of and there's no listen, there's no guarantees that the kicker makes that. Obviously, but let's assume he does, and I and the percentages says he should make it. But listen, this is definitely two sides of the this is a two sides of the coin conversation. But I don't, I don't hate it. I just don't hate it. I think get a yard. Let's go get it. Yeah, but run the flea flicker there because no one's thinking about the flea flicker right there. Yeah, although that, that I, I don't. Yeah, right? the fourth of one call. Let's bang it up the middle. Yeah, like. I'm terrible like, I'm, like, I'm like that's that like, that's right be creative like do something they're not anticipating because guess what they were ready for yeah totally dive totally. dive right they were ready for totally. the play totally. we had three plays in our playbook in junior high school in junior <laughs> football dive right dive left <laughs> and then and then quarterback sneak that was it that's all we had <laughs> all right my next my next game and this one is a pet peeve of mine falls on my falls on my drives you crazy so it's going to come up in this topic and i'll say i won't put it in the drives you crazy Saints versus Chargers game. Ooh. So, Bart, I, I know you said this past. I think the Chargers defense is solid, and I think they played that game solidly. They and so Until the it, end, the whole game. But at the end of the first half and the end of the game, the Chargers get away from the defense they've played the whole game, and they play this goddamn prevent defense that the NFL has incorporated into their system. They play the prevent defense at the end of the first half. New Orleans gets seven. They play the prevent defense in the game. New Orleans come back and win the game. The only thing the prevent defense does is it prevents you from winning. That's all it ever does. Okay, um, you look at that there, the Chargers have now been up 17 points in two games. Um, Breeze was going into this game. He was one in his last 48 attempts when they were trailing by 17 or more in a game. So 
He doesn't usually he doesn't usually come back. Same with the Buccaneers and the and the Chargers earlier when they came back from 17. So Chargers, your defense was solved through the game. Stick with it. Don't go back to this prevent stuff and change your system because it's not that's not working. Well, let, but let's not forget that their field goal kicker was it, I think it was fifty. Yeah, it's fifty yard. Hits the upright. That had plenty of leg. It just, I mean, listen, here's what I think. I think certain teams, it just never goes your way. And certain coaches, it never goes your way. Like Lynn is, is he's got to go, right? It just, he, you can't, he can't win. But I, I agree with you. The, the concept of like, let's not give up the touchdown. Well, you guess what? You're going to give up the touchdown when that happens, right? Just play regular defense. Just play blitz like you normally do. Play regular defense and and just be aggressive. Again, that goes back to the whole fourth one. Be aggressive. Like go and go win the game. Have your defense go and win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Go down with the way you've done it all the way through. Yeah. No, listen, I agree. That, that's a drive yeah. me crazy. So, and this week, big, big uh, shaker in a, in a number of, uh, a number of survival pools probably was Bart's uh, AFC West champion, the KC, KC Chiefs. Love it. They have some holes. They oh, have some holes. Now. Their, their offensive line is not great. Their defense got torched by Las Vegas. Torched. So, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the Chiefs showed this week they are beatable. Now, if, oh. if now Mahomes, he's going he's gonna to win some games, yeah, but they got to they got to tighten some, tighten some things up there. That was that was an explosion there. Okay, well, listen, let's talk about this for a second. That's outrageous. First of all, that's outrageous. Uh, <laughs> no one said they were going sixteen and zero, right? They're, I said they're going to win twelve games this year. I bet the fact they're going to win a, over eleven and a half games. So I think they're still on track for that. Uh, I think that offense is still almost indefensible, even though they weren't great on Sunday. And this is yeah, I'm going to chalk this up to like a Derek Carr had the game of his life, played unbelievable. What I, like it? This is a one-off. I think I think the chefs will be just fine, so I'm not too worried there. However, I will I will advise the betting public that uh, that loss was massive for my money line parlay. <laughs> I had them in three my line parlays uh, and did not go so well. Now, great, I did win two my line parlays, but I didn't put them in. But by the way, my line parlay, it's the only way to go. Uh, but that killed me. But then you know what the bigger deal is? So I'm in this. Uh, Marilyn Joe has got me in this uh, survivor pool every year and it starts at week three. And I always put a pick in for me, the boys, me, Johnny and, and Bobby. So the three of us, and for whatever reason, because we're here and like I'm golfing Sunday mornings and shit's going on all three weeks, we forgot to put our picks in. So it just auto picks for you. So the first two weeks I'm like, boys, we have to remember to put our picks in this week. Next thing you know, it's Sunday at one o'clock. Boom. It's dead. I'm like, oh, we forgot, like we so it's auto pick. So I'm like, all right, boys, don't worry, we got the Chiefs. They'd auto pick the Chiefs for us. <laughs> so we're out of that pool as well. Because <laughs> serves, right. serves you right. Serves you right. I know for not paying attention. I agree, it does serve. But I'll tell you what I told the boys. I'm like, boys, don't worry, we got the Chiefs. We're good to the next week. But I'm like, and I was like, next week, Wednesday, we're putting our picks in. <laughs> no, we're not yeah. actually. No, we're not. Our season's <laughs> over. All right, my last last high of the week, and I I. Personally, would like to apologize to all the Bills fans out there. For the first time in 20 years, I announced the Bills were good. And then they get hammered by the Titans. So maybe the, the COVID, Bills are, the COVID Titans. Maybe the Bills are who I thought they were. Maybe they're who I thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. 
and we let them off the hook. I still don't want to crown them. I will crown them AFC East champions. They are going to win the AFC East. Second place in the AFC East. Oh, there's no chance. <laughs> no, but I agree. That was a bit of a shocker, but I don't know what to make of it. Like, is it the Bills not being out of rhythm because their their week was all screwed up? Was it the Titans being on a three-week fucking bye where they zoomed everything? Who knows? that? But I agree. I got That, that was a bit of a shocker. Uh, and then what's-his-face Allen looked terrible. That game. I mean, like couples interceptions. Looked, like like, looked like the old Allen. Yeah, you're like, who are you throwing that to? <laughs> of course, I bet the Bills second half to come back and win that game. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I agree. You did me. You, this could be the kitsch jinx on the uh, on the Bills, but uh, I've not again like the like the chefs. I've not given up on the Bills just yet either, because I actually need both those to win the division. <laughs> they, they both have to win their division. All right, kitsch. Here we go. Next up, backyard gambling. Backyard gambling. You're gonna you're gonna bring us up to up to date. We're gonna have Deno's picks in absentia. So Johnny, Johnny will not be doing Deno's picks in absentia. Uh, <laughs> so this is uh, Deno did send these in uh, yep. from the from the delivery room. I believe. Delivery room. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got, got time room. there. He's got time there. He's deep. He's doing uh, breathing. Breathing exercise. We should tell. We should tell Deno's uh, delivery room story. Where, or I don't know if it was delivery delivery room, but today he bet the Dodgers Braves game over but forgot that he'd already bet it once. So bet it twice today. And you know, is it the, the big, and he bet it over, over nine, over nine and a half, over 10, over yeah. 10 and a half and over 11. He bet it five times. He bet it five times twice. You know what? Violet is a rabbit's foot. She's a <laughs> rabbit's foot baby. I love it. I love it. Good for her. Good for her. All right, kids, go ahead. Bring us up to date. Last week we had, uh, some of us had some good selections last week. I got, we got, we got kudos from uh, some of our new listeners who actually followed our selections, which is be oh, careful. Tread yeah, carefully. Tread carefully. Yeah, don't there. go to that well. Don't uh, go to that well too often. Yeah, Find a different well this week. Fritzy followed the connections. He said he'll listen as long Fritzy. as he, he, we keep making money from him, for him every week. <laughs> well, Fritzy, it was nice knowing you. It's a good run. Good one week run. <laughs> All right. So going back, let's head up the week. Bart, uh, we'll start off with him. He had, he had a, uh, Arizona over the Jets minus seven, big win Winner. thirty to thirty to Easy ten dubs. there. Dubs. Cleveland over Indy plus one oh. and a half. Oh. Easy dubs, easy win for Cleveland. And then Tampa Bay versus Chicago over forty five and a half. That was bullshit. Should have had that. 2019, 39 under. Still goes two and one for the week with a record of. Can I tell you? Can I say what kills overs? Offensive penalties. <laughs> Offensive fucking penalties kill over. False starts. False starts. Oh and then uh, personal fouls on your offensive lineman. <laughs> Brady losing his shit. We didn't talk about that, by the way. I love that. That one drive that took 17 minutes and they didn't score. And then Brady comes up the sideline and he's screaming at his offensive lineman because two of them got um, yeah. personal foul. And he's just foul. losing his shit. I would have loved to seen the offensive line just losing their mind on him after four downs. But whatever. <laughs> So Bart's a two, 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 one in the week. Running total now seven wins, eight losses. Working back towards, towards yeah. even forty seven percent. Still in third place though in the in the in the race. Uh, Deno had the Giants versus Dallas under fifty four. Uh, that was a shootout. That was seventy one. So that went well, well over. He had uh, Arizona versus the Jets under forty seven. Scores thirty ten. Total forty. Got got that one right. And then he had Miami versus San Fran under forty eight and a half. Well, when Miami scores 43, it's probably going over. Then I went one for two, one for two. His record is eight, six, and one with a 53% win percentage. He's now in second place. Oh, here we go. And then here we go. The catch. Miami over San Fran plus the nine. What a waste of nine, nine points that was. The that one, Miami 
guess what? San Fran, I, I don't know if anybody's figured this out. San Fran is bad this year. Their offense, their defense is awful. Jimmy G is oh. his they're talking about not they're talking about benching Jimmy G. <laughs> the guy got in the Super Bowl last year. They're talking about benching him already. Like that team, it, until that team gets some sort of form of health healthiness, you should never bet them for a, for the next couple of weeks. So anyway, that was a, that was an easy win. Houston over Jacksonville. Human interest story. I brought it up. I said the human interest story was there. New coach, new mindset. The coach isn't yelling at you in practice like the last one was. Thirty to fourteen over over Jacksonville. 2-0 there. And then the Rams. Yes, the Rams are for real. I bet the Rams after right after this game, I bet the Rams to win the NFC and to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl at 20 to 1. NFC at 10 to 1. Wow. Rams are for real. They beat Washington 30 to 10. Kitsch goes a stellar 3 and 0. Hence his listeners did like like him last week. With a record of 9 and 6, 60% win percentage. Take away the juice, you're still making money. <laughs> Could, couldn't be happier for you. Good for you. All right. Well, that um that puts me square, squarely in last then, I guess, right? Yeah. So, so it starts with you then this week. Well, are we doing that or are we going to do that next pick? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He, uh, what's the, give me the heading. Give me the heading again this week. <laughs> Can't beat this team, but we sure can cover. <laughs> Can't beat this team. The sure can cover race. Bart, uh, had, Bart had Jacksonville plus the six. <laughs> Jackson, he, he thought he was at the Chargers, but he actually had Jacksonville. So he got that one with a loss. Kitch had Miami plus the nine. So actually. No good. Uh, did you get the Jacksonville half there? Oh, I didn't. You you do. Oh no, you, you get the half. I got that. Yeah, Miami plus nine. Got a half point because I and I and I even said they'll probably they're probably going to win this game. But so I took that. I'll take the half. And then uh, Dano had Chicago plus the three and a half. Kind of tight. Chicago actually won. won. So Dano still gets a half. He gets a half. So yeah. in the overall race, we've had that going for three weeks. Bart's at a half. Dano's at one. Kitch is at one and a half. Kitch leads that race as well. I kind of feel like I've still dominated this one. Like I still like, feel like in, I've in your own uh, mind, yeah. yeah. In your own no, mind, I feel yeah. like I'm really on top of this better than you guys are. I think you guys are just sort of like throwing darts at this one. I feel like I'm the one who's who understands it the best. Yeah, Seeing as you can't, even, you're not insinuating that uh, NFL betting is like throwing darts, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should call the segment: throwing darts. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so picks. yeah, so you're up. You're up. Your picks. All right. I got I got two that I love this week. I love. Green Bay over Tampa Bay at a pick. Newsflash, Tampa Bay's not that good. Green Bay is pretty good. I, I have that game's at a pick. I know it's in Tampa, but oh, come on, home field's not that huge. Uh, off a bye week from Green Bay, I love that. Love that at a pick. I just say that my current odds have them at minus one. Green Bay's a minus one Green favorite. Bay. All right, I'll give you that. I'll take the minus. I'll, I'll push the minus one. No big deal. Okay, minus one. Let's, let's go current. Let's current. Rams. Rams are for real. Bet them. San Fran is not for real. What's that spread? Spread's been moving around. What's that spread? Three and a half, right? Three now. and a half. All right. So Rams minus three. three Man's rent Rams minus 13 and a half over San Fran. I'll, I'll take it three and a half. It's on the podcast, but he's had like two bad lights. He's getting he's it's now the Mams, not the Rams. It's the Mams. Go ahead. <laughs> pick number three. And then third pick is Baltimore over Philly minus the seven and a half. All right. Uh, I, I like I like the I, I Philly's not for real. Come on. And I think Baltimore's for real. Baltimore's soft. Yeah. So those those three, I love those three picks this week. So I, I'm gonna go three and all again this week and still be leading this this change. You, you'll be you'll be first up again next week. So good for you. All right. Uh so you've got Deno's picks because he's in he's in the two hole. So go ahead. So Deno, Deno use the unders, but he had a game here. Deno took Carolina over Chicago. What's the spread on that one now? Minus two? two. Minus two. two. So it's Carolina minus two over Chicago. 
Then he's got his usual under. He's got the Giants, Washington, under 43. Yeah, I can see that. Not, those teams I don't, don't hate that. I don't hate that. They don't seem yeah. to score. And then he's got the Jets, Miami, under 47. Those are Those are his three. <laughs> okay. Well, good, for, good for Dano. Well, let me, let me start with that game. I am taking the Dolphins minus nine and a half. The Jets, you want to talk about shitty teams. They have proven they are shit. <laughs> and Miami, I think, is is an enigma, but they just walked into San Fran and dump truck the Niners. They're not coming home. They're they're gonna beat the that's an that's free. That is my five star lock of the week. Five star. <laughs> you bet the Miami Dolphins nine and a half. You you are winning money. So that's that's an easy one for me. Uh second one, I'm with Dennis on this one. I love the Panthers. I love the Panthers at home against the Bears. Bears suck. Bears suck. So all of the and the Panthers are good. So that's minus two. That's another freebie. And last but certainly not least, I'm right back on the chefs. I love the chefs minus three and a half in Buffalo. I will take the chefs all summer long. Minus three and a half. Those are my three. Those are, you know what? I'm going three now. Well, you'll still be you'll still be behind me. <laughs> you know what? I should actually. You know what? I really should jump on another, but that's fine. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those three. All right. Well, that brings us to we can't beat this team. But we sure can cover. It's actually a tough week for this one, but but oh, see, uh, I think it's easy. I well, you're in the lead. So go ahead. I think Cincinnati going up uh, against going up against Indy plus nine. Oh, uh, seven and a half. It's now oh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Thank you. All right. All right. I'll still take that. Uh, I don't think Indy's. I don't think Philip Rivers is as good as. Philip Rivers thinks he is. Um, I'm hoping Joe Burrow has a better game than last week. So I will I will take the Cincy. I will take Cincy to lose that game by three. Just a field goal. Okay. Uh Deno, second pick. Deno has Denver over New England plus ten. What's that now? Uh it's ten. Still ten. So Denver over New England plus ten, which I kind of like that one, but I can't do it because it's Patriots. So he he thinks that the Patriots are going to win by three or seven. So I don't like that one at all, but I'll tell you what it's like this week. Why it's so tough to pick this one because there aren't very, there aren't too many big spreads, right? So to, to yep. pick this, to get the full point, it's almost, <laughs> it's, it's difficult. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I am doing it. The Atlanta Falcones plus four. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcones plus four to, we can't beat this name, but we sure can't cover uh only, i'm going i'm going new coach new coach bounce yeah human interest human interest story i like that so they can cover not the, not the dubs they can cover they yeah. can cover that's where i'm going that's where i'm at all right well listen that's uh that's good stuff i'm sure like if anyone's still listening uh this has been i think people, have, I think people might have fast forwarded to that actually <laughs> yeah you know what i am going to talk about that in my in my uh email that goes out to this it's going to be like listen send this to a bunch of people who don't like sports or gambling and tell them just to come to what drives you crazy segment and aob or whatever like like just yeah go right to that, that yeah. i think that's real i think that's a real segment like we, anyone can relate to that so which great uh we've got dental trivia coming up but right after that we're going to go right into uh, uh what drives you crazy so uh dental trivia here we go wait let's, let's, let's do backyard gambling too i got some a good a good backyard backyard gambling oh, angle fire yeah, beyond beyond this. So I oh, think right. and we talked about this past and 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 I, I still think like last week was a great week for the six six point teasers. 
Bart plays the money line. Okay. I play. I respect pure gambling. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I, 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 that six point teaser, you like six point teasers, you get paid plus 160 to plus 180, depending on what site, what sites you're on. And you look at games last week, like Arizona was favored by seven over the Jets. Take that down to minus to, to minus one. Rams was minus seven over Washington. Take that to minus one. Houston was minus six over Jacksonville. Take that to minus one. Now you would have won with all those, but your fourth pick in there would have been Seattle at minus a half. There was there were six and a half for the game, so you could take them down to a half over Minnesota. You would have backdoored your way into that into that through that to that Seattle win. So the teasers, I think, or the teasers around seven points, I think, are are huge in NFL. I mean, money all over the years. And this week, I would do the seven point teasers. Take those games like your Indy, Indy. Take it from from nine and a half down to two and a half. Take Baltimore from nine down to two. Take New England from it was nine and a half before to two and a half. Take Miami from nine and a half to two and a half. Take them all below a field goal, and uh, and put them in groups of three. And I think you got that's a, I think that's a money making prophecy in the NFL. All right. Well, can I tell you what I've already done this week for a uh, a reasonably sized bet? Here's a money line parlay that I think pays. <laughs> But you're not gonna like you're gonna hate one of those teams in there. I want the Carolina Panthers minus one forty five, the LA Rams minus one eighty, and the Dolphins minus three seventy, and the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the <sighs> Lions at plus one sixty. That's a spicy little return. Can I tell you what that return is? That is eight times your money right there. That's an eight to one. <laughs> you gotta get off. You have to get off. The ja- I know you watched Jacksonville in week one. You have to watch a game after week one. <laughs> no, I agree. I do agree with that. I do need to get off it, but I do like that one. But if you want another easy, easy money part, like it, it, this is just money. Line. They're not te- like we do things a little bit differently here in Hilton Head. So I just go pure money line parlays. So if you want a winner, okay, you're gonna take you're gonna take the Dolphins. Now they're minus four hundred, which isn't as great. Uh, you're going to take Tennessee Titans at minus 185. Okay. We're not going to go Jacksonville. We're going to lay off that one for this one. We are going to take the Patriots. Patriots aren't, they're not losing to Denver. They're not losing to Denver. Uh, and then you are going to take your very last one with the Rams at 170. That pays you plus 273. Okay. That's a winner. Patriots money line, Titans money line, Dolphins money line, Rams money line. You like that one. I like you win that. money. You win like money. You win two point seven three times your money. That's what you win. So at hundred dollars, what do you win? What do you win? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think you get three seventy three back. <laughs> and my bet will be slightly larger than that. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Are I we, we going to touch base on our survival pool? Are we going to yeah. talk about that in the fun? So we're in a we're in a survival pool a revival pool it came out this week where you can start your survival pool this week. So I texted Bart. I said we should we should get in this pool. We have four entries in it, and it starts this week. So, looking at the, looking at the at the spreads this week, the big games, the big games: Bart, Indy, Baltimore, New England, and Miami. Those are your four big spreads. Do you spread it out amongst four of them? Do you load up on? Do you load up? This, this pool is a spread pool. No, 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 no. It's a survival pool. But those are the, those are the teams with the big spreads. Those are the teams that are supposed to supposed to dominate. No part of Indy. I love Miami. Miami. I put all four picks on Miami. Oh my God! You can you hear yourself speak? Put all four picks on the Miami Dolphins. That's where the Jets are. That's a winner. <laughs> well, I love Baltimore. I love Baltimore. I don't love Baltimore. Oh. That, they, I can see them losing that game. Really? Do I have picks in this? We have four you, picks. Right? We have four picks. Yeah. We have four. <laughs> what about New England? New England. I want to 
That's what I want. Two on Miami. Miami. They're gonna win. They're not losing the Jets at home. Fuck. They're, the Jets are god awful. Miami's the real deal. <laughs> I want two of Miami. All right. All right. We'll have probably two picks left after week one. But <laughs> all, hey, all eggs, one basket. That's how I roll. So I, then I then I have to decide. I think I might spread. I think I'm Baltimore's definitely on mine. Definitely. And then do I do two Baltimore or do I throw New England or Indy in there? Do one Baltimore, one Pats. All right. What, what, what you're going to tell me what to do now? That's, that's just no, my I'm two not, picks. You like to spread it out. I don't believe in that. I believe pick a winner, ride a horse. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go with KC? All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, auto pick. Auto pick. <laughs> okay. We're in. We're in for that pool. Okay. So we're done. So we're, we're the backyard gambling segment is over. Yeah. What drives? Next up, what drives you fucking crazy? For me, so the, I, had, I had two. I already covered one with the prevent defense. Drives me crazy. The other thing, the other thing that I just, I it just, just shocks me. I'm dumbfounded every time I see this. You know, there's a pandemic going on, and there is insurmountable evidence that social gatherings and and wearing a mask definitely slows down this whole process. Like that's the that's the only solution we have to this right now. So the fact that these presidential rallies are going on with thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder with no masks cheering on their their partisan elects it, it, it just shows how oblivious some people are or how they have no respect for other people's well-being like it just it just shows blatant ignorance in my eyes so that just drives me crazy seeing that it, it listen it is shocking and i'm in the middle of it here so i have to be a little bit careful it just seems so logical that something, you know, Fauci said, right? We haven't seen 102 years. Like we're not used to it. So we don't have all the solutions, but the ones that we do have, just follow them, right? So that's like, that's it. The, the mask and don't be indoors with a bunch of people and we can limit this. But, but I also, listen, I must admit, I also get why that's cumbersome and people like have a hard time rationalizing, but it's not the point. The point is you have to rationalize it and you just have to go, this is what we're going to do to be responsible. So yeah, I'm with you. It is unnerving to say the least. Like here where, where I'm at right now in Hilton Head, like you have to wear your masks indoors. The number of people who still don't do it in certain spots and where it's, it's still just okay. No one says anything to them. It's wow. like, it's, it's shocking. And if I wasn't fearful of that person walking to their trunk and pulling out a gun and shooting me for saying something to them, I probably would say something to them. <laughs> but I'm a little bit terrified of the open gun laws. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I just sort of like give a quick little glance of that disdain look and then sort of pretend like nothing's, everything's okay. Like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah. I went to catch. I hear you. But you know what equally shocking is that I'm still living in a world of facts. That's right. So we have to get our kids have to get organized here from a medical perspective. So they have to get a doctor or dentist, all that sort of shit. And so uh, we had a situation with Bobby this week where he had to get medication like immediately because he's on this medication since birth. And for whatever, like we don't have our doctor yet. That's a whole other story, but I'm not going to get into that here, but we have to get this doctor. So we're scrambling. We call our doctor in Bermuda. They're supposed to, to send stuff over to the doctor here. None of that's happening. And that's like, well, listen, we need this prescription. And the doctor here, the doctor's office here says, yeah, that's fine. If they can fax the file 
over to us, we'll write the prescription. <laughs> and I'm listening to this going, what do you mean fax it? Do you mean like take 400 pieces of paper, put it through some sort of machine that doesn't, that doesn't exist in 20 years and get it over to you. And that's, that's the only thing they would accept was a fax of the file. We, we could not electronically mail send it to them. Right. <laughs> so our doctor's office back in Bermuda is like, well, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll scan it. They're like, no, they won't take a scan. You have to fax it. <laughs> and our doctor's office in, in Bermuda was like, well, you gotta be kidding me. Well, that'll take an hour to fax all three children's like files for the last 10 years. And I'm sitting there going, I, I just sit there going, are you fucking kidding me? This is what, for once, Bermuda's ahead of the times. I just, that was also shocking. But like, seriously, you cannot be in a world where the only form of communication that you will accept is a, via the fax machine. Maybe they get faxed in a Hertz rental car and you can pick it up there because they get dot matrix, dot matrix for sure. <laughs> like, fuck, seriously, I couldn't, like this went on and we are scrambling because Bobby's got to get this like prescription. It's just like, holy shit. Now in the end, both sides bent a little bit and we were able to get the prescription without the full fax arriving. They sort of bent their requirements of what they needed, but it was still, it was ridiculous. But how about this? 2020, let's wear a mask. And let's not fax anymore. Those are the two things. We, we can, we can, I think we could do that. All right. Well, as I alluded to in the opening, we have a, a very special guest today do, uh, taking over for Deno. As we uh, have mentioned, Deno is unable to be with us today due to the birth of his latest child. Notice I didn't say last, but his latest child. Uh, so here he is with no... Uh, the longtime listeners will uh, will know this voice when they hear it, but here it is, here he is, a young Johnny Bart to take over for Deno Trivia. Up next, it's Deno time. Deno Trivia. Deno, over to you. Uh, Johnny, welcome. And did you want to say a few words to Deno uh, in his absence? First off, Deno, I still hate you, but con- <laughs> congratulations. Well, that's nice. But now, trivia time. But right, a, little, yeah. a little backhanded, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was backhand. I hate you. Who, but congratulations. Who has hit the most game-winning buzzer beaters of all time? In the NBA. Ooh. In the NBA. Which player has hit the most? Give me one through three. What? what? <laughs> Jesus. This is a disaster. One, two, and three. Your brother right over here is laughing at you. This is a disaster. I knew, I told you to prepare. I told you to prepare. All right. Uh, one through three. All time. Uh, John, do you, do you know the answer? Yes. Okay. Start at three. So M- MJ's got to be there. A- MJ. Well, I, think, I think MJ's going to be one. I, I would so go I'm, MJ's one. I'm going to go MJ at one. Uh, I'm going to go. Here's what I think. I start at three. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Isaiah Thomas. Three. I'm going to go Larry Bird, two. And I'm going to go uh, Michael Jordan, one. Kitch? I I did like uh, the Larry Bird at two. That was uh, that was my thoughts, too. So Larry Bird at two. MJ at one. Three. Let me, let me think of this. Three. I will go buzzer beaters at three. I was thinking of Mo Pete, but maybe not Mo Pete. Maybe I'll go. Mo uh, Pete. <laughs> Well, I know he hit one. I will go. Uh, I'll go Stockton, John Stockton. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's a terrible. All right. Oh, Bobby. Bobby Bart is also joining the pod. Bobby, you want to guess? You want to welcome to Dano Trivia. You want to guess your Wait, top three? No, no, we don't. Hey, listen, we don't have time for this. 
Oh. Buzzer beaters. Game winning. Yeah. Speak in the mic. Is it game winning buzzer yeah, beaters? Ga- it's yes. game winning. Oh all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. Dino, we miss I'm you. I'm going to go LeBron at one. Okay. Um, MJ at two. And then I'm thinking, I'm going to go Larry Bird at three. Larry Bird at three. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, okay. No, Bobby was the closest. What? It's Kobe one. Oh, Kobe. Kobe one. LeBron two. Oh, bullshit. MJ three. Now, I'm going to look that up. There's no way LeBron has more buzzer beaters than Jordan. There's no. No, no. All right, go away. No, that's not right. He didn't say Stockton. That's as bad as my guess last week of 17. Teams haven't won the, the NBA title. Uh, all right, Bobby, this is – listen, our, we have a little audience, and I'm not sure how patient they are, so let's hurry up here. Kobe is one, LeBron um, is two, and MJ is three. Right, th- you know what? I'll look it up. We'll come back to the pod next week with this. How you like them apples? <laughs> okay, good. All right, thank you, boys. All right, AOB, let's, let's wrap it up. Finally, AOB. Any other business? I have one. Uh, I got two. I got two. So one of them read this week, which was awesome. So some mystery person, I don't know who it is, but this guy, he 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 decided he bet on the on the BMW event on the European tour. Decided to bet a dollar parlay. So he bet a dollar parlay and he and he bet on 20 matchups. So head to head matchups for the tournament. Picked That's on incredible. 20, picked on 20, picked 20 of them. This guy hit all 20, hit all 20 head-to-head matchups. He got, he got right, and he parlayed them. So his $1 ticket, cost him a buck to get it, paid $680,000 for getting all wow. 20. <laughs> wow. So this guy right here, I can tell this guy, I can, just get, I can give this guy sage advice. $1 paid him six, eight, $680,000. $680,000. $6 What's that? Yeah, you put 10. 10, 10. You know, if you put 10, you would have won $6.8 million. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? We get this guy in the pod. Let's get this guy in the pod. I told this guy he should. I, I just told this guy. I I thought I had. He he, he should. He, this guy should now quit gambling forever. It's it's only going to get worse. Like you mean, don't, with, buy, don't buy the lottery ticket anymore? with this with this style of betting you have this sort of system. This works once. This works 20, 20 team parlays work once in your life. Do he's not. Chris do, do he's, not, he's Chris Moneymaker from uh, poker. Exactly. Yeah. He's money maker. Don't yeah. keep playing after you win. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's a good one. I like that one. My second AOB is, and this I say this every year with the NFL. Why is it year after year that good teams they always find ways to win, and bad teams they always find ways to lose? This happens year after year. If you're a it bad is unbelievable. Team, it's if unbelievable. You're a, if you're a bad team, you you'll blow a game that no good team would ever blow. That was my second AOB. That's it. Well, so I mean, I just like it goes back to the San Diego one, right? Like you're just sitting there going. There's no way you're gonna lose this game. Yeah, they and moved. They moved to Los Angeles, but yeah, same same team. Or is it San Diego? Uh, it, yeah, 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 San Diego, San Diego Oakland. Diego. Last week, last week you said Oakland too. Keep up, keep up yeah. the changes. The wow, change is that. happening. You know, they're still San Diego to me. Baby Blues. <laughs> um, but I agree. It, I agree. That's a phenomenon that will never go away. Bad teams find a way to lose. They, I would love to know the betting stats on when bad teams go up big and across any sport. The number of times that you could in if you could in game bet the other team to come, you have to be way ahead. You have to be way ahead for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's a good one. Uh, me AOB. Uh, so Johnny and I had our rematch on uh, on mini putt this week. 
And I want to bring, I want to bring the uh, listening. Not that I don't think anyone's listening right now. Did you, did you find the rule? You're going to check into the rule. And you know what? Thousand percent right. You had done over a thousand percent right. Brock sent me a clip of a guy missing oh. a birdie putt to get to Q school. This is back in 2012. He hits a, he's got a three footer. He makes the putt. He goes to the PGA tour. He misses the putt. He doesn't. It's a three footer. And I'm telling you it's center cut hits off the back part of the cup. It may have gone down, maybe, it, but it pops out and he missed, he missed, and you never heard of this guy again. Like this guy never, like, I don't know who this guy was, but trust me, he's never been on the PGA tour. And it was in, like it was in the cup. It, it, I don't think it hit the lip. I think it hit something in the bottom of the cup and bounced back out again. Oh. But it's ridiculous, right? You're just going, okay, well, I guess like, I guess that is the rule. <laughs> I guess that is the rule. So, so Johnny was right. Um, so we had a rematch and the great part about this is different course this time. We switched it up. We believed I was down two going into 18. So Johnny hits his first putt, leaves himself, but it was probably about four or five footer on, and listen on these greens, who knows, what, but I got to make this. So I now have to make my 30 footer like hole in one to have any chance. <laughs> so I get up there uh, and it's like, it's skinny. Like I, there's not a lot of mark. You got to hit it pretty, you got to hit it pretty straight. I do. I buried it. All right. So it's because that's how dads have to roll with their 11 year olds who are talking shit all day. So I bear it. So now we're, we think we're tied. Uh, sorry. We think Johnny has to make this putt for the win. So we think we're tied. Johnny has to make the putt for the win. I'll give the kid credit. Knocked it in. So he's like, he's celebrating. And then I'm like, well, John, can you just add up the scores in the car? Adds up the scores. Guess what? I made a mistake. My hole in one put me up one. So he had to put the tie. So, so Johnny, did, Johnny did the math 17 times in the car. <laughs> so as it turned out, it was even Steven. And tomorrow night, we are going to our green just off here. And we're going to have a putt off to see who wins that championship. So there you go. That's my OB is that the uh, the mini putt has taken on a life of its own. But you know what? I'd like to, I'd like to comment my daughter. Uh, Annie came with us this time. Shot a rock solid 57. Mini putt. And I mean a legitimate 57. Like I was, I was shocked by that. So Andy, you, well can't, done. you can't take this tiebreaker on a real green behind you. You got to yeah. go, you got to putt on like your driveway. Like your driveway is closer to mini putt. Oh, it's cobblestone. You can't, you can't putt oh, on that. Yeah, I didn't know, uh, you know you had cobblestone driveways in Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. We could take it. Yeah. I take the neighbors, neighbors. Jim would like that actually. Jim, he'd like that. We went to his driveway to do that. I could, yeah, I could set that up. Yeah, you're right. Can't really do it on a real green. You're right. You're right. I hadn't thought about that. But I don't want, listen, I don't want to do another 18 holes either. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of data. Just kidding. I love it, Johnny. I love it. Uh, all right, listen. I think that's it for us. Um, and I think in Borderline Rappers, we are going to find a new exit eventually. But until we do, I still, like, I do listen. I love the Kawhi. Me too. The Kawhi. Me too. I love it. So Kawhi, here you are. See ya. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win!